Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about your effort. Are you even trying to get things sold? Before we do that, guys, let's talk about the Casual Fridays live event coming up February 29th at Top Golf in Fort Worth, Texas. And it may be sold out by the time I'm saying this, but um, at the time of recording this, which is a week before, there's three seats left. And this isn't a sales tactic, right? We have, we've we been telling them from the very beginning, we've got 35 spots, 32 of them are sold, three more to go. Mm-hmm. And you're going to want to be there. I promise you, you're going to want to be there. We haven't told anyone what Project One is. I know you're probably head spinning trying to figure out if it's worth it, but I promise you it is. And if you haven't bought the... Land flipping blueprint yet. You can get that half off if you get a ticket to the event. So get out there, get signed up, email me if you have any questions, give me a call, whatever you need to do. Um, it's gonna be a good time. So hope to see you there. Wow. I would have bet you money we would have had it sold out by my birthday on January twenty second. Well, I think if everyone knew what project one was, it would have been sold out by Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. I think that we'll see the next one. If we do a next one. Ah. Oh, fair enough. Fair right? Enough. Yeah. There's no guarantee that there will be a project two, but <laughs> the, um, the people who be who did project one will get to have something very awesome. And then I know there's going to be people wanting a project two, and that'll be up to us and the success of project one to see if there's a project two. Okay. Fair enough. In today's, are you putting in the effort? It is. It is, is it E for effort? That's what you keep telling me. E for effort. You, you, you're like, is that really what we're talking about or we're not doing it? <laughs> well, I... Yeah, no, no, that's definitely what we're talking about, right? I mean, and effort goes into everything. You know, whether it's just regular life, negotiating, like you out negotiating a new car deal, that's pretty nice. Yeah. It's good. Do you feel like you got more confidence now after negotiating raw land deals on both the buy and the sell side to walk into a dealership than you did before? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I thought about that before. So I've been looking at a new car. I've I've been driving the same car forever. Mm -hmm. It's it's paid off, and I, I love it because of that, and it's a fun, sporty car, but... If you know me, you know I take my dog with me everywhere. Yeah. And uh, he's a about a 90-pound German Shepherd <laughs> who <laughs> rides around with me in my um, Mustang. Who, for some reason, doesn't like me. Yeah. So I drive, a, I drive a 2011 Mustang GT, and my 90-pound German Shepherd goes everywhere with me. It's, he loves it, but it's just not great for the car. He's been kind of messing up my seats, and so I was like, well, I want to get something newer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I hate spending the money, but I had to do it. So mm-hmm. I've been looking at a Jeep, and uh, yeah. I was getting ready to go in there because buying a car and negotiating with these people is the worst freaking thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have any people that sell cars in here but that listen, but God, it's such a... I think we do. Guy up in Rhode Island. Yeah. It, cars. I don't know why it's such a tough thing, like a, why it has to be the way it is. Like it just feels dirty and grimy. Yeah. And that's it's because you understand that they make their money so many different ways. It's kind of like us in selling land. You know, we have a dock fee. And then, you know, if you own or finance, sometimes you may throw an origination fee in there. Typically, those are the first things I just throw out. I'm like, hey, don't worry about the doc fee. Don't worry about the origination fee. Let's let's work on this. Let's just get this deal done. Yeah. Where they're trying to hold it so they can get different holdbacks and different amounts of money coming in. Hey, I can give you this amount off if you don't take the, what's that called? The rebate, you know? So and I like negotiating car deals. I really enjoy it. But most people don't. Yeah. 
I did a bunch of research before I went in so I could argue with a from a factual basis. Yeah. You know, and I think that really helped, which is kind of how I do every land deal too, right? Mm-hmm. Land deal comes in, you go do your due, or you you do all your due diligence up front, so you comp it, you know mm-hmm. what you're willing to pay, but then they come back, and if they question you, mm-hmm. right, you know what land sells for, you know if there's access, you know everything, you know if the deed's good, you know everything beforehand, and those are facts, right? That's mm-hmm. what I went into get a Jeep with. Yeah, nice. That's how it's cool. So I'm hoping you're driving one as this episode drops. Hope so, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. It's a, so it's good, and that kind of brings us to today's topic, right? Because we've been kind of seeing people lately, whether it's cold feet or whether they've got property they've been trying to sell, and they're just giving up on it, and like, or maybe they just maybe they get an offer in and they want. Well, what's what I'm looking for? They just want to know like backup. Like it's like they're not even trying to comp it, see if it's a good price themselves, right? Yeah. There's so many, uh, there's just so much stuff going on that yeah, you need to take ownership do you, of. Do you think they just vapor lock on us? What is that? What do you mean by that? Vapor lock? They just just shut down. Like it just so it seems like it's so overwhelming they don't do anything. So overwhelming they don't do anything. I could maybe see that. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that would depend on how much stuff the person has going on in their life. Yeah. Total. Yeah. No, and that's I like this topic because it brings me back to a, a guy I'd worked with early on. He bought some property and they just didn't do anything with it. And then he calls me in kind of a panic last week and he's like, I need to get rid of it. I need the cash. I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the deals. And you said, do you want to try listed? Do you want to wholesale? What do you want to do? He's like, I just, I don't care. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. And I'm, okay, well, you know, what have you, like, where are you at in the process with listing them and kind of getting them going? I haven't done anything. So you've literally owned the property for six months. You didn't even throw a Facebook ad or a Craigslist ad or something in there. I just didn't even know where to start. I just get frustrated. I'm over it. And that's a fair thing. Like, that's, I get that. That's real human life, right? We, we, (sighs) I know that you're like, no, they shouldn't be doing this niche. No, that is a real thing. There are probably a hundred listeners listening to this podcast, and they're like, I feel that. You know, there's some days you're just like, I'm done. I'm I'm tired of it. And then for me and you, we have to either a try to motivate you. Hey man, just put a little bit of effort in. Just do it. Just mm-hmm. just put the Facebook ad up, marketplace it, put it in that area, and say, hey, you know what? I got this property. You know, you don't have to sell it for full retail to get it gone. Just make twenty percent. Put it in one of the groups. Yeah, I think what you just described, that level of effort, seems, in my opinion, is on the far extreme. To have done nothing and just not even know where to start, that that seems like like that guy gave up before they started, right? I, <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet there's more than one or two of those people listening to our show. And I would be the one to say, hey, you can give it to me. I'll just list it and do the same thing you're going to do. You know, it's it's not, there's nothing to be emotional about. You are literally putting no effort into this, and yet you're expecting just money to get hit hit you in the face. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that same question, too, is how long does it take to sell a property? Yeah. Right. Well, that depends on you. Yeah. How much effort have you have you put into it? You know, it could sell in one day. Yeah. It could sell in one year. Mm-hmm. It could never sell, mm-hmm. depending on what you have done. And, it, man, it's so 100% directly correlated to your level of effort. Yeah. And I, I have been in areas, for some reason, my marketing strategies and my techniques just didn't click. And we said this a couple of weeks ago on a show is like, if that's the case and I'm six months into a property and it's just sitting there, I may call a guy that I know is knocking out of the park in that area and say, Hey man, I got this property. I'm in it for X amount of money. See what you can do with it. You can have it for that. I'll hold the note. And if you sell it, anything over that you get just to get rid of it. And that's, that's me trying to do that. And I'm not going to say I'm perfect on effort because there are, I got a ton of properties that aren't listed on my website that I've got listed with brokers everywhere. And I just don't put it on my website. I'm like, what's my website going to do compared to what the broker's doing? Yeah. Yeah, I. it's so funny you mentioned that on the website too, right? Because I've had people when I 
they're interested in the course, mm-hmm. the first thing they do when they see URI is they go and Google the crap out of us. Yep. You know, who are these people, right? I, I quit updating my website. I know you do too because it's, 90% of our traffic is just people trying to figure out like who we are. Where you're shopping at. Yeah, next. and I get it like now because some of the bigger names like oh, I don't I know like some of the Land Geek crew or some other people, you don't see their websites and whatnot. I always thought that was kind of weird, mm-hmm. right? But I now I kind of think like, man, it's just because what a waste. Everyone, or not so much a waste, but it's a lot of effort on that end that I'm not willing to put in when I'm willing to put it so much other places. Like I saw the other day, I, Craigslist. Oh, I've always said Craigslist is such a, Hot place for me, mm-hmm. but that takes a ton of effort, which I don't do anymore. But my guy, I'm, he puts 10 a day just for me. Mm-hmm. He's doing, probably doing 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 for other people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of effort, and that helps things get sold. Yeah, and I saw where people were like, when's the last time you sold something on Craigslist to in, a, in another conversation? And guy's like, oh, three or four months ago, oh, a year ago. And I'm like, damn, I know Adam sold one every month this for the last year off Craigslist for sure. Yeah, I don't do, and people have asked for consulting, like for Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I show them exactly what I do. I'm not doing anything out of the ordinary, anything yeah. special, but it definitely works for me. I put, yeah, I started marketing a property Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's a, today's Friday. Yeah, I marketed, started marketing it Sunday on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Ten ads got posted on Monday. I had a cash buyer. Mm-hmm. I was in at 35. They bought it for 14. Okay. That's off ten ads on Craigslist. Yeah, so it's does that it doesn't happen every time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, my yeah. my my question is, do people when that doesn't they well Adam I put one up on Sunday and Monday I didn't have a buyer is is that a problem? Well, yeah. The so, question I, I would ask a couple questions. Did you even look at your email? <laughs> Here's the the backside of that too is I have put ten I had ten ads out a day for two months and never gotten a sale, but the effort that's still getting done. Yeah, it's not done by me, and I get that. But if you don't want to do it, you can farm that stuff out really cheap. Yep. You know I. I pay a dollar mm-hmm. per ad, but that's because you, you like know, your guy. I like my guy. We communicate well. Everything goes good. I see people that may be harder to communicate with, but they charge thirty cents. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's you can't tell me that if you want something sold that bad, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I I think everybody would when they look at it in hindsight. Yeah. If yeah. I went in and said, "Hey, I made eighty thousand dollars on this deal, and it cost me five thousand dollars and whatever, like cleanup, title, whatever," if if you're looking at it from the result and you're going, "Oh yeah, I would do that all day." But a lot of people are scared to make that investment in themselves or put that effort, and effort's an investment, whether it's time, it's money, it's an investment into the stuff that people can't see, you're not 100% sure about. You know, one of the things that's funny to me is I quit gambling, like going to a casino when I started land investing. Like in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to spend 100 bucks on a roulette when I can go spend 100 bucks on a coastal property, or I can go spend $500 on a five acre, or 2500 on a two acre or 20 acre that may make some more money. I have a better, I have better odds in that than having a 60% chance of winning at roulette than I do have a 99.7% success rate on a land deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying the only way to make effort is to pay or do Craigslist yourself or something. There's so many other things. Mm -hmm. It only takes, like you said earlier, if you know someone's killing it, it takes one phone call to Mm -hmm. reach out or one email to say, Hey, do you want this? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, you know, I, I haven't been able to do anything with it. I'll wholesale it to you. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, do you have any buyers looking for this piece? Oh, I'll tell you a good example. I have a lady who she likes Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's one of her niches. It's like, it's like her, she her has name? reached out to me, I want to say every three weeks or every month to say, hey, do you have anything uh, wholesale in this area? Okay. I Last time she did it, I was like, man, I don't have anyone else that does this. Yeah. I really like that you do that. So if I ever do have anything, I think You're it's good wholesale. Call. You're my first call. Yeah. 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 That's a tiny bit of effort that gets things done. Yeah. No, it's that's the hustle. That's that stuff that goes ahead. So 
can we relate with somebody that just throws their hands up and says, I'm tired of doing this? You know, for me, there's certain parts of my business, I'm, I'm just getting done with it. You know, I, I've got a property right now. I got to track down a, the homeowners association for the hunting club that has the gate lock on it. I've got to track them down to get a key. I've got money sitting there to do that. And I'm just like, my time spent better else than doing something else than that. So will I do it? Yeah. Is it going to be done today or tomorrow? Probably not. It's probably going to be done in a week or two when I'm sitting there and I've been watching YouTube videos for a while and I go, oh shit, I need to do this now. But it takes some effort and I have to get out of my, I have to get out of my own way sometimes. So I know there's some people that are sitting there going, man, should I do that this weekend? Or do I want to go have lunch with my family? Or, you know, if it's list something, throw it on Craigslist or Facebook, throw the free one out there. You know, you mentioned Craigslist sold a quick property for you. I had a 40 acre that I repoed, I got back. I say repoed, I got it back. And it had a cash, it had a buyer in a few days, like two days listing it. Put it on Facebook. I had 27 people reach out the first day mm. it was on there. Ended up selling, giving, I had a backup counter offer. I gave that guy's information to a guy that had a property really close to mine. And he said, he reached out and he said, hey, Justin, I saw on an ad that you told another investor that had a property really close to yours. He would take the contact and you told him to reach out to you. Well, has he reached out? And if he hasn't, can I have that guy's contact? Because I'm going to call him. And I said, yeah, he was a buyer at, I think it was 12.9. And this guy had his price at 14.9. So he's a buyer at 12.9. I know the guy's probably in the property at 4,500 bucks. So does he go make $8,000 real fast? Here's another one just popped in my head is neighbor letters. <laughs> takes very little effort. Yeah. But man, it sucks to do, uh-huh. especially because it's not one of those automated deals, uh, right? Wait, that's, 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 I think that's the next thing. <laughs> I think that really is the next thing. How to automate, automate, automate neighbor send le- neighbor letters. Yeah. Yeah. I think that should be a good, uh, should be a thing too, because man, I hate doing neighbor letters. Mm-hmm. But it works. And that's just that tiny bit of effort to yep. us to say, I'm going to sit down for an hour. Print I'm, off I'm, 14 of them. Yeah. 14, yeah. Whatever it is, stuff them, do whatever, you mm-hmm. know. It sucks, but it works. Yeah. And that tiny bit of effort gets you your money, helps you move on, helps you do more deals. And that's the ultimate goal here. Yep. I like it. All right, guys. That's it then. It's uh, Friday. Get out there and buy these last three tickets for the live event. You're going to want to be there, I promise you. And then while you're doing that, go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like, give us a follow, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you, guys.